1: Cherish all of life's moments and save up to thirty percent at Blue Nile dot com. That's Blue Nile dot com. What is up, everyone? guess what it's that time of the week where we have the super draft show guys if you haven't signed up for RA, sign up using promo code grinders it's a different site where they use multipliers throw in anyone you want every single lineup doesn't matter you can literally make any lineup you want over on super draft new form get signed up promo code grinders now that that's out of the way how you doing over there meansy doing
0: what well, man how are you doing
1: Oh, I'm just tip top, top of the world. It's a wonderful Wednesday. I got a full night of sleep. Life is fantastic.
0: Knocking that low hanging fruit off right at the top of the show. So in case you forget, like two minutes in, then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I say. I mean, I'm sure I'll repeat things because it's a
1: different, different site that I've been playing a ton on, a ton. Pretty much Max entering all their stuff every single day. Um, and it's a fun site. I mean, I'm sure you've played quite a bit and. You've noticed that there's probably a bit of an edge.
0: Yeah, I played uh, I played two weeks ago when I did this show with Stevie. Uh, we were talking about game stacking like the Oakland, Kansas City. Like when they mispriced Oakland, like everybody across the industry mispriced Oakland that that week. Uh, so it didn't start off great because Oakland didn't do that great. But yeah, man, like I, I do like the I do like the uh, the format here. Just I, I like anything different. I like anything that's new just because not as many people are providing stuff for so Hopefully, we can help out anybody's watching.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you guys want the secrets, I generally give away too much information on this show. <laughs> and I always get angry at myself afterwards. I'm like, dang it, I gave away my entire strategy. Now I have to rethink some things. Hopefully, not that many people are watching. But hopefully, you guys are watching. We're going to build lineups throughout the show. Uh, first overview of this week, for me, it was they have drastically changed pricing. Um, like everything's a whole lot tighter here. You don't have any good 2x quarterbacks, you don't have any 2x quarterbacks that are starting. Whereas last week we had Kyle Allen, we had Jones, or yeah, Jones. Um, we had for set at 1.95, we had a bunch of guys near the 2x multiplier. Now, just looking at the highest multiplier guy is Josh Rosen at 1.65. Um, last week it was simple, you play every single two X guys and no one under 1.6 this week it's very different because do we really want to play Rosen, Flacco, Keenum?
0: I mean I certainly don't uh (laughs) I mean there's like you kind of have to just take it take it relative to the rest of the slate you know since they tightened everything up you have to think like 1.5 is the new two maybe like since there's just not many since there's not many of those mispriced guys you just have to kind of treat it relative to the rest of the slate. So, there's still plenty of guys I like, especially guys uh who would have like lower raw projections than you would think, but they when you kick in their multiplier, I think you uh you have some pretty good options at quarterback.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, like now it's I haven't played Mahomes once the entirety of the season over on Super draft cuz he's always been 1x and I mean, you look at what he's done here. Look at his stats. 29 points, 33 points, 29 points. All those are fine plays, but when you've had guys like let's just look at Kyler Murray here last week he was 1.6x he outscored uh, by a decent amount 1.65x uh, he got 33 points. A guy like Daniel Jones last week, which was the stone cold nuts on this site.
0: What was 1. he? Uh, what was his ownership last week? You said you played. He was 2x
1: last week. I think it was like seven percent. I had about twenty percent of him. Yeah. Whoo. Yeah, and so 37 points he had. I guess that makes 74 points last week. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I came close to banking first, second, and third over on the Super Draft GBP and then things went poorly the last half of the last game, so didn't end up doing that great, still ended up making money, but I'm ready to make some lineups here. You want to start off with cash first? Sure, let's do it. All right, so let's look at these guys. we got a whole bunch of guys in the 1 to 1.2x. that are all decent plays here, 1.2 to to 1.4x. But I think the better move might be to go around the 1.4 to 1.5x range here. I mean, we could go Kyle Allen versus this Houston defense. Jones versus this Washington defense that Trubitsky just ripped apart. Uh, Stafford going up against Casey at a 1.4 multiplier.
0: Who are you looking at for quarterback for cash? Probably Jones. Um, it looks like minus like Flacco and a couple other guys that are at like the one five, one point five, one point six. I like I like uh, Daniel Jones at one point four five because I I like I think he has a pretty decent. I think he's up in the upper echelon of quarterbacks this week in terms in terms of raw projection. And I think his when you factor in the multiplier, I think he's I think he's the best play at quarterback to be honest. Yeah. No. I
1: got. I've got essentially a coin flip for me right now um it's Stafford and it's Jones i think i give jones a slight edge stafford's a little bit more game script dependent which i mean in all likelihood i don't see many ways that they aren't trying to chase points passing the ball a whole lot in this game versus kansas city so far in the season they've been running the ball a whole lot he hasn't done great he did great week 1 but that was obviously an overtime game uh but the last two weeks 12 points 17 points at 1.4x multiply that's not bad but i think you're right i think uh Danny Dimes is probably the better guy to go with. He also rushes the ball a decent amount. You got a chance for a rushing touchdown at 1.45X, a 10-yard rushing touchdown. That's what, seven points times a 1.5 multiplier. That's around 10 and a half points. So almost makes value or half the way to value with just one rushing touchdown. So I'm right there with you with Danny Jones. What about running back? I mean, just looking at it, we do have some 1.7, 1.8X guys. We got Duke Johnson again, not sharing the full workload. We got Adrian Peterson, 1.75, again, sharing the workload. We got Drake, who's sharing the workload a little bit, but also is on a terrible offense. Like we got some guys up here that are kind of a split backfield guy. So realistically, they do have a decent amount of upside if they get a touchdown. But for cash, I think we're better off staying in like the 1.2 to 1.5 K range. And I don't even hate going with a guy like CMC here. Um, who's the first guy that you're looking to get into your lineup for running back?
0: Yeah, I am I think I'm at uh, – I think I'm at Kerryon Johnson, honestly. He's at 1.45. I'm i I'm looking pulling up the uh, – I'm pulling up his snap count from last week too. The snap count worries me a little bit. Um, I need to look into a little bit more of, into his passing game usage – over the past week or two to see if I, if I want to make him the guy, but he's 1.45. Depending on that, I think he's the guy I'm looking at. If not, I would probably go down to Eckler because at least you're getting a little bit of a multiplier on him. And that's assuming Melvin Gordon doesn't, uh, doesn't return this week. I would be shocked. Even if he reports that he plays or plays much. So yeah, I'm between those two guys, maybe Gallman at 1.55, that, that worries me a little to have both him and Jones in the same same cash game lineup, but you're getting the multiplier. So I think I'm between those three, honestly.
1: Yeah, I think, I think carry on's
0: probably my number
1: one followed by Gallman. Um Be that and them. I like max 1.35 X multiplier. He's, he's the main guy in that offense. The Raiders are not great. They should be winning this game. He's going to get a full workload. I like Carson, even though he didn't do great, this Arizona defense is not very good. Seattle's likely to be leading. They're going to have the ball more because of Arizona's high-paced offense. He really disappointed last week. But, I mean, week one, he still did good versus Cincinnati defense. He's still a guy, like the main guy in that lineup. We'll see if Penny plays. If Penny doesn't play, I think that makes him a little bit better. But, yeah, after that, I'm probably going all the way down to Eckler. Um, but we'll, we'll throw Eckler in here. Like, there's a cash game. We want a little bit more of a floor. And with a tighter pricing or tighter multipliers, really makes it a better idea to go with with them and someone yeah someone in chat mentioned Justin Jackson 1.8 he's more of a GPP guy I'm not using him in cash but for sure we just saw what Pollard did last week he was on the (laughs) I think the winning lineup he's the one who killed me yeah late touchdown and I'm sure he was 2x yeah he was 2x 100 yards you get that bonus of two points or 100 yards let's move on to wide receiver here wide receiver is a little bit more interesting um There's a lot of guys that you can potentially roll with. The guys up at the top, Jones, Hopkins, Allen, all could be in for really big days here. I don't mind them. While on a normal on the weeks past, I've had no interest in them. This is a little bit different considering that you get the hundred or a hundred point, hundred yard point multiplier. So you get two points for that, and like a lot of these guys for tournaments are very much better plays with higher multipliers. But for cash, I don't mind. The 1x and the 1.05x multiplier guys. What are you looking at here for cash?
0: Yeah, if I'm picking out of those guys, uh, I'm going definitely going with Keenan Allen. Um, he's he's 1.05. I mean, every little bit helps. Like Hopkins, Julio, those guys are all at one, so you're not getting anything from those in terms of multiplier. And then I kind of like uh, I kind of like Tyler Lockett too. Like he's been getting an, a crap load of targets and especially the past two weeks and he's at 1.2. So I I like that wide receiver. Isn't, isn't that great when you're looking at, I mean, I guess it's all kind of like you said to lead the show off though, with everything so tight. So I don't know. I I'm I'm between Allen and Lockett as my first two uh, guys for cash games. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of there with you.
1: I think Lockett's probably one of the right plays. But it, it's just tough only getting the 1.2x multiplier when you can get Hopkins, who's almost certainly going to get a ton of targets in this game here. He's had a little bit of rough matchups here, obviously. New Orleans, Jacksonville, Rams, all pretty good. Or no, that was, was that Rams or Chargers. Who last week? Yeah, it was Chargers. Uh, they only got, ended up getting two sacks, I bet, with Mangone. Um, yeah, it was Chargers. They just saw Los Angeles. I kind of got lost. I got the Cleveland face, the Rams. Uh, but, like, Hopkins, I think there's upsides even higher than Lockett's is. It? But yeah, I that think that we can find some guys in the bigger range. I mean, we got Fitz at 1.35. We got John Brown at 1.4. We got Samuel at 1.5, who looks to be one of Allen's favorite targets here. We got Metcalf. We talked about Lockett at 1.2. We got Metcalf at 1.55. Like, there are guys that are going to get the high volume, in this slightly higher range and even Beasley 1.6 he hasn't had a single week under 10 point or I guess week one he had under 10 points forgot this half point PBR but the last two weeks over 10 points at 1.6 you should get 16 points out of it I think there are other guys that we can look at but it is tough to get these guys in the cash
0: yeah I mean the reason just to go back to Lockett the reason i uh the reason I like him the past two weeks he's had 26 targets so like that's where Russell wants to go with the ball. If it's not, if it's not disley. So that's why I like him, but yeah, I'm I'm not opposed, especially when you factor in the bonus, you can can make a case easily for those guys that are, have the lower multipliers like the Hopkins, ODB, Julio, those guys, uh, just because of their, they're way more likely to get that hundred yard bonus, I think. But yeah, I mean, I'm probably, I'm for sure going to play Allen, I think. And then up in the air, probably lock would be mine but i'm cool with whatever you want to do on this build i mean we got three we got allen we got
1: lock and i think the third guy for me for cash is probably kenny galladay here so you look at him throughout the season eight targets ten targets nine targets he didn't have a good like catch rate last week he didn't have a good catch rate week one um still two twenty-three, twelve 12 points he's going up against casey team where they're probably gonna be throwing the ball a lot. You can potentially see him get 13, 14 targets in this matchup here. 1.3 X. I really like him. I think that it's either him or
0: Hopkins for their third wide receiver we throw in the lineup. Where are you thinking? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Galladay. He was on the cusp of a guy I would have mentioned. And you can already see too, just when we start getting the GPP builds, I think we're going to have some interesting uh, Detroit, Arizona game stacks. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh already, yeah. already mentioned uh, Galladay carry on Fitz Stafford. Uh, I don't, we didn't talk too much up top at, at quarterback about Kyler. He's 1.25. See what David John. Yeah, we'll get there. Whatever. I just, now. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. For cash, there
1: are decent guys with the one X multiplier for tight end, but honestly, for me, it's between two guys. It's Hawkinson. And it's Disley. Disley at 1.8 at five X multiplier and Hawkinson at 1.7 multiplier. We look at what Hawkinson's done recently, and last two games have not been good. He obviously tore apart this Arizona defense. But they're going to be throwing the ball a whole lot more. Hawkinson's a guy with some talent. And then Disley, I've been so high on this guy all season long, and he really hasn't disappointed. Uh, 15 points last week at a 1.85 multiplier. I really like him. All he needs to do is get a touchdown, and he's made that.
0: Yeah, like if you and I want to look too at their, uh, you know, obviously they they traded away. Name is escaping me. Who they Bennett, traded away? Bennett. Bennett, yeah. Um Yeah. And they were, I don't know, they're like kind of a 60-40 split. So as far as snaps, so yeah, I like Disley. Uh, he would probably be the guy go to at, at in a cash game build. I would throw. I, I do like uh, Hawkinson. I do like even uh, even Mark Andrews would probably be in play for me at one point three. But I'm probably going Disley. Yeah, I mean, you can go with Walker
1: to uh, Delaney 1.35, and hoover has been getting a ton of targets, even Greg Olson. All these guys are fine. I just think Disley's probably the best guy to go with. I mean, he's going to be cash game, shot uh, guy, pretty much all around the industry and in all sites. And this site, I think it's the most advantageous to use him because of that huge multiplier. Let's move on to the flex here. In tournaments, I kind of tend to lean more towards using a wide receiver because you get higher multipliers in cash. I almost always go with a running back because, like, it's a half-point PBR site. I think that it's a higher floor play taking a running back in the flex most sites. This site, you get enough good multipliers where I like it. What are you thinking here this week?
0: Elaborate on, you said you get more. What do you mean you get more bonuses? Uh, so just looking at the comparative
1: bonuses, let's just take Chris Carson, for instance. He's 1.4. Looking at wide receivers, a comparative 1.4 guy is D.D. Westbrook, Christian Kirk.
0: Oh, I, see your, I thought you meant – I thought you were talking about the yards bonuses. Never mind I see what you are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you always got the chance at a 100-yard rushing and receiving yard bonus, but that's really just reserved for pretty much. That's the, they
0: call that the Christian McCaffrey award, I believe. Yeah,
1: yeah, him and maybe Barkley, but he's he's gone for a few weeks, said. Um, I guess, yeah, we did talk about Gallman. Gallman has one of the bigger bonuses here. I'm kind of going between, for my flex spot, Carson, Gallman or uh, Marlon Mack at 1.35 multiplier here. Which one of those three do you prefer?
0: Yeah, you kind of uh, picked the three I was thinking of, too, so I think we should agree it's one of those. Uh, Carson, I don't know. I think there's a little uncertainty with him just because of how bad he played in the fumble. So if I have to pick, I'm just going to go Gallman because – they seem to at least want him to be the guy now, uh, unless other news pops. So I would lean Gulman there. Yeah, well, we got a nice little kind of
1: kind of going with only a few teams here. We got two Giants, we got two Seahawks, we got two Chargers, and we got two Detroit guys. So yeah,
0: <laughs> we kind I mean, of the the Chargers. Like when you're looking at like team totals, those are. Three, the Chargers, Seahawks, and uh, Giants are three of the top six as far as team total, so I'll take that. Yeah, and we're getting decent
1: multipliers on most everyone, or the only non-decent multipliers we're getting are on Chargers, which we know exactly where the volume is going. So. What was the
0: other team we had besides those three? Detroit,
1: which obviously they're going up against KC, huge pace up, and they yeah. have good multipliers, so yeah. that's our cash game team here. Let's start creating some game stacks here because there's some fun ones We asked for a few. People asked for a few of them. We wanted. They wanted Green Bay, Philly, and they wanted a Seattle stack. And then obviously we'll go with a a KC stack. So, but let's start off with the Philly versus Green Bay. That's not on the
0: main. That's not on the main. For the record.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot that uh, Super Draft doesn't do the main. So let's move to Seattle and Arizona here. Gonna pull up the game. We got Murray and we got Wilson both at 1.25x multipliers would be completely out of my pool last week but again now we're only at 1.5 is the max so you gotta ask yourself are they gonna do 20% better than a guy like Danny Dimes or 15% better than a guy like Stafford is it in the realm of possibility yes is it likely it's still decently likely you have about a 40% chance of it you lower your upside a little bit but this is football it's volatile who are you looking at between Murray and between Wilson which one would you rather play
0: I probably would lean Wilson, and that's probably just because I'm more a chalk donkey, and I think he's easier to stack guys with, like with Disley and Lockett, as opposed to the with the Cardinals. Yeah, you can throw Fitz in there. The other, like the other three or four guys, is tough to to pinpoint. So I would do Wilson if it's my build. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I think Wilson's the better
1: overall play. Plus, I don't really want to throw Carson in. Like, it makes it interesting. You throw Wilson in, you don't really want to pair him with Carson. Um, it's a lot better to pair him with other guys. We could go lock it or we could go metcalf Disley and get the 1.55 and 1.85 multiplier. Ooh, I do like that. Yeah, I'm going to give that a try. Who do you want to bring it back with? Do we want DJ in there with the 1.25 multiplier? Or yeah, I would do. We, want would do... Go... Yeah, we can uh... double barrel wide receivers. An interesting guy that's a bit off the board. Where is he? Where is he? Bird is 1.8x multiplier. He really disappointed last week but yep. seven targets both the first two weeks had didn't break off a big run, but he absolutely can do it. 1.8 X multiplier. He could realistically go for a hundred yards to touchdown.
0: Yeah. Like how, let me look at this. Uh, this is a good question for you and for people watching who are mainly tournament players. I know you're mainly a tournament player. Like this is, at least I'm looking, both, at, buddy. I'm, this, I'm looking at the $20, their main tournament on super draft and it has 7,300 entries. If it gets to that, if it gets to that point, may overlay like, how, how off the board do you want to go here on a on a, in a tournament that big – or a field that big? I mean, I like to go off the board with 1X
1: guys. Like, if CM – who is it? I guess it was baseball last night uh, I played on their site, and Garrett Cole was a 1X, and he was 50% owned.
0: He I had 100 fantasy fun. points last night. Yeah, he
1: – I mean, <laughs> he crushed. Awesome. It obviously didn't go well, but for tournaments – I got a guy like Homer Bailey at 1.6X. Mm-hmm. I decided to just swap from Cole to Bailey, and it just seemed like the right move because Cole has a 20-point outing, Bailey has a 20-point outing, then I win huge. If Cole has a 30-point outing, Bailey has a 20-point outing, I win still. But it, it's I'm more play on volatility with the 1X guys. Like Look at Thursday Night Football two weeks ago. CMC, six points. You go with anyone else with a big multiplier, like Chris Thompson, uh, on Monday Night Football outscored him greatly, not having that great of a game. And he was a one point seven multiplier. So it's kind of like I'm willing to go more and more off the board. The higher up the multipliers go like, I'll eat the chocolate Disley. I'm probably gonna have 50% Disley in tournaments over on super draft because of that high multiplier, because even a bad game for him is still going to be fine. Whereas someone else has a bad game at a low multiplier, then you're just screwed. Your entire yeah. lineup's done for but a guy like a shot guy like Disley at one point eight five, or a shot guy like Daniel Jones at a one point five multiplier. Even a bad game, you're not gonna you're not gonna be done for.
0: Yeah, I guess like because some of these Arizona wide receivers, like they still have good multipliers. Like I see Kirk at one Uh point four five. Let's see, Fitz is one point three five. Like Bird, yeah, he has a good one, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess he he had a pretty decent amount of tar- targets first two weeks, so. So that's why I was saying I just like I would I would prefer to go with Seattle guys just because I know I know where the volume the the passes are going to go to and here it's just it it fluctuates outside of outside of Fitz and Kirk so I don't know if that's it that's why I was asking you that because I don't know how off the board I want to go I'm fine with I think Kirk would for sure be mine because at 1.45 he's seen he's seen 12 targets eight targets 12 targets in the first three weeks so that's a given for me he would be the first one then it's just probably between Fitz and Bird and then if we want to do DJ I don't know how many Arizona guys we want to bring it back with
1: yeah I don't think we need to throw in Fitz or Bird if we throw in DJ I mean yeah I like the DJ yeah that way you're just playing on like all right maybe DJ gets a two touchdown game Mm -hmm. maybe one of them's a receiving one but if they're both rushing then obviously us not having Murray in our game stack is going to be pretty advantageous and us not having uh what's it called uh Fitz and bird in there and a full Arizona stack instead for this game. It's probably pretty good. Uh, I'm good with just these four guys in a stack. Let's round it out with some other guys. Um, off the board guy like James White, potentially James White or Jacobs. Everyone's kind of given up. Jacobs was obviously the chalk week too. And he was one point away from hundred or one yard away from hundred rushing yards. He had a rough week last week going up against Minnesota, but. Um, this indie matchup is probably a bit better from a defensive standpoint. He only got ten rushing yards last week. This game might be a bit closer. It's on the turf, so Jacobs probably able to cut a little bit better.
0: I don't mind him at one point five x. You want to throw him in? I'm fine with that. I like uh, Freeman there at one point five also. Just for, uh, if people want to make different builds, because I know I know Judge Ito was was banged up, but Freeman did look good. So if you if you factor in those two things, even if if Ito plays this week uh, maybe, maybe some of that, some of the snaps, some of the carries, et cetera, et cetera, just su- slowly lean toward back towards Devante. And, you know, Tennessee's they're you know, at least this year, they're average, uh, so far on defense. So I, I like Freeman there too. I think that's a, I think he, uh, he's the type of guy too, cause he gets so involved in the passing game. I think he could, uh, I think he has a nice little ceiling at 1.5. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, people forget like the biggest thing with these multipliers is I want
1: a guy that might get a touchdown. If the guy is going to get a touchdown or has a good shot at a touchdown, uh, for wide receiver, for instance, looking at any of these guys, if Williams gets into the end zone, 1.7x, like if he gets into the end zone, that touchdown is immediately worth 11 points, yeah. which is what you could end up getting out of a guy like David Johnson or Josh Jacobs. So one touchdown literally is all the difference in the world. Um, so like I want a guys guys that are able to get a touchdown. Uh, One such guy, like he hasn't been terribly involved with Miami's defense is just absolute trash. He's still getting work more into the uh, game. Mike Williams, he was a guy that everyone was looking at last year as a fantasy sleeper, and he's 1.55 X multiplier. Going up against Miami, terrible defense. He's looking healthier. Like he's progressively gotten better each each week and has been nursing an injury. I don't mind Mike Williams at 1.55 multiplier. You got any thoughts
0: on him? uh not too much else to what you said i like i love targeting guys that have such you know good touchdown equity at, at multiple like that. So kind of like I said so i don't have too much to add there now um i i do have some thoughts on a di- different a different side of a, a game stack if you want to move to another one all right let's move to another game stack here bring it up and it's Mainly because we talked about the some Giants guys we like, but there's some good uh, there's some good Washington plays here too. Like Trey Quinn at two, McLaurin at uh, at one point six five, Paul that, Richardson one point eight. Yeah, going so up I think, against
1: the worst defense in the league.
0: Yeah, I kind of like that side of it too. Um, those guys, I don't especially like Trey Quinn. I don't think those guys are going to get played at all in this format. What do you think about? Let's throw McLaurin
1: and or McLaren? I can't McLaren, remember which one. Yeah i don't know why i call him McLaurin. because i just said it like that oh because oh, <laughs> his last name kind of sounds looks like, like laura McLaurin. McLaurin. yeah lauren like it's 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 spelled lauren with an i instead of an e but in any case um the problem with this is like i would prefer danny dimes if we
0: throw him in there though like i guess we only pair him with shepherd right yeah, we can. I mean, you can get off some Disley chalk and pair him with Ingram.
1: Yeah, the problem is Ingram's is only at 1.15x, but I guess like we're looking for upside here. If we want upside, then we can throw in Ingram. Um, still has the potential for a big game. If Danny uh, goes for 30 points here, which knowing his ability to run there and how this offense was looking last week and how bad the Washington defense is, like, We could see a giant shootout in this game. People are thinking that Washington is so inept because of what happened last week, but it's not entirely the case. Case game is not good, but they, yeah, they only put up 15 last week. That was against a good Chicago defense. They put up 21 the week before that was against a good Dallas defense. They put up 27 the week before that. That was against a not great Philadelphia defense. And now they're getting the worst defense they've faced all year. 30 points is in the realm of possibility here, um, especially if they're coming from behind and get garbage time work like they did last week versus uh, Chicago. Like, all these guys are in play. And in this type of situation, Case Keenum, 1.6x, uh, we want 30 points out of him. Literally look at every single week this season. At a 1.6x multiplier, first week he would have had 47 second week he would have had 25 third week he would have had 31 32 so like he's paid off his 1.6 value you know what i'm
0: switching this up i'm throwing keenan in instead and i'm taking like, out ingram cuz like two things that total's like gone up almost 3 points since it opened um and another thing i think you can do a keenan and like two pass catchers and then i think we just- can go 3 yeah, go three, you can do that and just go Gallman and and maybe and just hope like they get it through the ground. Maybe Jones like, throws for only like, 200, 250 yards, maybe rushes once, throws a couple of picks, something like that, so he doesn't hurt you, but that's a way to get because I think Jones will be chalk. That's a way to get exposure to this game, but to kind of not go too heavy on on the uh, the heavy chalk in that, on that giant side. If we're throwing in Case Keenum,
1: we can get three guys in here, and one of the ones that I really want, Chris Thompson. Uh, if you're expecting this to be a passing game, if you're expecting them to run a little bit, why we got Gallman in there, I think Gallman and Thompson pair together perfectly. Uh, If the Giants are running the ball late in the game, that probably means that Thompson is going to be in there instead of AP. They're going to be passing the ball a whole lot. He still hasn't gotten a touchdown, I don't think, yet this season. Yeah, still has not gotten a touchdown. His point totals have been 11, 8, and 13, roughly. And so if he gets a touchdown in any one of these, or he gets a 100-yard receiving bonus, which for him is possible. He had 79 last week. He can very easily end up, if he gets 100 yards receiving with a touchdown, uh, that's, let's say, five to six receptions. That's, what is it, 22 with a 1.6 multiplier. He's at 35. Yeah. I think thirty-five of that game.
0: Yeah. That's one of those things where you just kind of predict how the game goes. Like you said, if, if Goldman's doing well, you got to think, uh, or you should hope that Thompson's doing well. And he had three red zone opportunities last week. So normally not a guy I want to play on a half point PPR site, but since he is still getting some looks down the red zone, I think, and he has that multiplier. I think he's, I think he's viable and for sure. No one will play him on, on, uh, on this side. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: right there with you. Um, We didn't even mention this, but Vernon Davis is at 1.65x multiplier. (laughs) I'm not throwing in four pass catchers here, but just so you know, that's a real possibility. Um, Let's look at tight end here. A guy that we haven't already mentioned. I'm trying to find, um, like, if we want a big multiplier, O'Shaughnessy could end up with a touchdown. Yeah. Like, he's going – Who's this matchup? I can't remember off the top. It's against Denver. If I remember correctly, Denver's not great versus the tight No, they are good versus the tight end. I forgot about that. Uh, I guess let's just look at these ranks here. Ebron uh, Doyle, both these guys are 1.5x multipliers going up against Oakland. There's a potential that T.Y. Hilton doesn't play this week. Oakland does not have a good defense. Any interest in either of
0: the indie
1: tight ends for tournaments?
0: That's who I was going to say just kind of since they're both what a, kind of write at 1.5, 1.55, I, I think you just kind of – don't i I'm not going to sit here and pretend I have any sort of idea who's going to score the most fantasy points between those guys. But I think you're just banking on one of them getting a touchdown. And, you know, you probably – intuition would say you probably glean Ebron on that. Um, so he would be the guy I'd pick. But if you think it's going to – I don't think you need to go to Doyle because I don't think too many people are going to go to either – that in. so I would I like Ebron
1: yeah I mean that's it basically with these multipliers touchdowns become even more important because one touchdown at a 2x multiplier immediately hits value yeah like that's just how things work so the higher the multiplier the more relying on touchdowns you should could be because people only look at mean projections which is your last name but they don't <laughs> look at median projections like Ebron's general output is going to be Four or 12. Yeah. Like that's how many points he's going to end up because he's like four to six and 10 to 12. Those are the two median uh, outputs that he's going to have because he's going to either end up with a touchdown or not a touchdown. And occasionally he'll be, have an outlier play where he gets two touchdowns, two touchdowns, 40 yards, four receptions at 1.5. That's roughly uh, 26 points there. Absolutely in play for you, He did it multiple times last year and absolutely ruined my day. So many – yeah, I'm still angry at last year for him. Oh, he's Um, due. He's
0: due for one of those this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, if Hilton misses, I'm going to go real heavy on Ebron and probably low ownership over on this site. Let's round out a high upside wide receiver here uh, for this lineup. I'm trying to find one. I think Preston Williams, uh, 1.7X. Again, all you're relying on is a touchdown which he had won this year against Baltimore, but they've had tough matchups, Dallas, New England, and Baltimore. They're getting a matchup versus the Chargers who do have a very good uh, cornerback one in Hayward still have a decent secondary outside of him. But if Hayward goes on Parker, which wouldn't surprise me if he does, then Williams getting massive volume of targets. He dropped, I think, one or two touchdown passes like sure touchdown passes last week so just get him that pass get an extra 32 yards and he goes from 8.8 to 20 and 20 points in this tournament at 1.7x that becomes 34 points Williams takes down the tournament if that happens so I like Williams you want to throw him in this to round out yeah, I'm fine with that. I got one for you too. Uh, Josh Gordon at 1.8. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is way too high there. Like people don't realize that. Let's look at his game log: eleven, three, fourteen. What's the difference in that three-point game? There, um, there's a drastic difference in that the Miami game compared to the other two games for New England. The was the, I thought the three was week two. It was week two. What do you think the difference is? Oh, A.B. A. A.B. A. B. A. B. A. B. is correct. With A.B. out of the offense, uh, Edelman, a guy that goes for short passes and is likely to get hit and is nursing a rib injury. I don't know if you know this, but rib injuries are very painful. It's probably going to hamper him a little bit. Josh Gordon could be the number one guy in that offense this week. Had a whole boatload of targets last week against New York. Gets a matchup versus Buffalo, which is not an easy matchup this week, especially on the ground. Yeah, you're right. I like Gordon. I'm just going to – you guys can throw whichever one you want in that off and move on. And let's do one more game stack, maybe two more. We've still got some time. Uh, let's see if there's any QQs here that we should um, answer. Dawson Knox. I, don't,
0: I will not be playing him in a Buffalo-New England game stack.
1: I don't know. Like, I. yeah, he had 15 points last week. He had three targets. But I'm not gonna really bother with him. Like
0: he had so, so much of that was on that one run where he just like beasted people.
1: Yeah, I mean I get it. it's a two X multiplier. There's so many ways like his floor is legitimately zero. Yeah. Like if you want to take a shot on a guy, like I said O'Shaughnessy at one point eight five. Cameron Brate, like he's dropped or I think he had two red zone receptions uh negated by a penalty so he's a guy that could potentially get a touchdown it he's a high enough multiplier where i don't really mind using him outside of them like i haven't looked into clay too much yeah he's not getting a huge workload one to two targets a week
0: yeah i'm he's not just- thrilled about that game in general except for like i think gordon could break a deep ball or something those are two at least early ago, and on two of the better defenses in the league so i'm not trying to i don't i personally don't think i'm trying to game sack that one
1: yeah yeah either am i um I don't hate it, but I'm probably not throwing in a quarterback here. Let's look at let, let's look at a game stack with a lower X uh guy. Any interesting well, I guess yeah, we still
0: haven't stacked up Detroit. Let's do that. Houston would be a good one too, because Deshaun's one point two, Hopkins is one, maybe something like that. Who was the one you said? Uh Detroit and KC is the obvious one that we still have to do. Oh yeah, we didn't even do that yet. That was the first
1: thing I talked about when we were doing cash Yeah. That one. Yeah, so starting off Stafford, 1.4. I'm guessing we're going with him or Mahomes. Yes. All right. After him, uh, running back, do we want to throw in carry-on or do we want to mostly go with wide receivers and tight ends because Hawkinson's 1.7, Yolanda's 1.3, and Marvin Jones 1.45?
0: I'd say just carry-on just because it's also uncertain. I don't know. We need to see some reports come out of practice of what the heck the – Chiefs backfield's gonna look like anyway so until we know more of who's playing who's not playing I'm just gonna I'll put carry on in this stack
1: I mean we don't even have to put carry on if we got Stafford in there we can yeah. just go full-on air raid uh we can throw Galladay and Marvin Jones in there or do you want to go off the board and go Amendola Amendola obviously crushed my hopes and dreams week two but week one hundred yards seven receptions 13 targets week three <laughs> Four targets, five or four receptions, five targets.
0: Yeah, thirteen. He went one one, five targets. Like, good luck predicting that going forward.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's rough there, but this is going to be a full on air raid, I'm sure, going up against Casey. It's going to be garbage time stuff. Amendola's the type of guy that could end up with a whole bunch of garbage garbage time uh, targets because they're going to try and get the ball downfield to Marvin Jones and Galladay. If that doesn't happen, then it's going to be dump offs over the middle to Amendola in the two minute drill or when they're trying to catch up being down by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, I uh I think I would do that. Um I'm trying to think out trying to think out loud. So like the chalky lions will be Galladay and Hawkinson, you think, right? Hawkinson? Uh you think he'll be Chalky? Yeah. or Disley will be maybe? I mean Disley's gonna be chalkier. Yeah. Um so, yeah I like Hawkins maybe a Hawkinson do you want to do three or two guys? I think I think we're better off with two unless it's
1: like Washington's fine to go with three because we got all 1.7 and two X multipliers. If we're doing three guys in this Detroit lineup, we got Galladay at 1.3 and Marvin Jones at 1.4. I don't know if it offers enough upside. If we were going to go with three guys, I think it's Hawkins. You have to throw a Hawkinson and Amendola in there and hope that they have decent games and Marvin Jones just gets shut down. Yeah. So if I was going to go three guys, it would be uh, Amendola and Hawkinson together for sure. And then either Galladay or on Johnson to round them out. Because Stafford, if Galladay and Jones don't have a big day, there's still a chance that Stafford has a decent day and he can get it done with Hawkinson and Amendola. And on Johnson can just end up with some with a receiving touchdown, in which case Galladay and Jones don't end up making value. But Hawkinson, Amendola, and on Johnson all do.
0: Yeah, I kinda like what I kinda like leaving Hawkinson off and putting Kelsey in there since he's just a one multiplier. Kinda what you were saying earlier, attacking some of those really good guys who are at one, because I don't they're not gonna get as much ownership. So I kinda like going putting Kelsey in that tight end slot. Yeah, so the first few weeks on this you needed basically thirty from every position in order to have a shot
1: at winning it. Kelsey can end up with thirty even at one X multiplier. Let's throw Kelsey in here. Let's throw uh Marvin Jones and day. Do we
0: want to throw in Harbin, Robinson, or Watkins into the lineup too? Man, I I feel like I want to keep chasing the Sammy thing, but like good grief. Like it's just so hard with uh, the recent results and the other guys getting getting the touchdown. So the targets are there, man. So I still I would hope that the recent the recent what the last two games have some people off him. So I'd go Sammy. What's his multiplier at?
1: that's the problem. I don't think I can go Kelsey and Sammy. That's
0: difficult at
1: 1.15. Yeah, I think the better play is either Robinson or Hardman, which your guess is as good as mine which one it's (laughs) going to end up on. Um, But I I was looking into it, and slot wide receivers have done pretty darn well against Detroit so far this season, while wide receivers on the outside, I think, are getting open at a lower rate than any other team in the league. So I think Harbin's probably the better play in this matchup. Let's do it. All right. Now we just need some high upside running backs or even just good running backs here. Uh, I say that I say we go real balls out in this just (laughs) absolutely high upside, high variance, just F the world. I'm going Justin Jackson in here hoping that he gets a big amount of run in San Diego is just crushing them later on the game and he gets the workload because at 1.8x he can have a big game if he just gets into the end zone which we've seen like Melvin Gordon and Eckler is a similar situation to Jackson and Eckler this year so Jackson could take Eckler's role that we've seen in the past and Eckler has had multiple touchdown games so Jackson at 1.8x multiplier largely unowned is going to be a good play you give me a really high multiplier guy that we can use for running back number
0: two. I will say I like your I like your call there because I'm trying to think. Let's see, this is yeah, this highest total in the game, probably the chalkiest game stack. So I like going a little a little more off the board there with Justin Jackson. Let's see. I would probably go with I kind of like Philip Lindsay at 1.4. Again, a guy I like taking on a full PPR side if I can. They look good last week, man. I don't know. It's just one of those things where they're basically in a timeshare. But at a certain point, you just hope one guy rises above the other, and maybe this is the week, or maybe he just gets lucky on touchdown variance or something. Hopefully, yeah. his performance last week won't spike ownership too much at one point four. I don't think it will, so he'd be my off the off the wall one.
1: Yeah, just to stroke my own ego, he was my top guy last week.
0: Oh, I saw your little your little screenshot of your CVR ranking. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, people don't realize this guy was, I think, what, second or third in yards per attempt last season. He's a guy that was all but forgotten about. He got injured in the offseason, but it wasn't one that's really going to affect his ability. He's a tiny guy, and, yes, they're splitting the workload a little bit, but he's still the number one guy. He really is. Royce, I get it. He's involved in the offense. But, Lindsay, you look at his passing game work, six targets, seven targets, five targets, and I think the six was closer to eight because two were called back because of – penalties. So Lindsay involved, very involved in the receiving game, very involved in the running game, averaged over five yards a carry last year. is all but forgotten about. Like he is a guy that I absolutely love. I prefer him a bit more in salary cap format than this multiplier, but he's still, I mean, just look at what happened last week. If we get the same output as last week with 27 points at 1.4 X multiplier, that is 40. So, yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, Let's round it out with a flex guy. I'm thinking a a wide receiver here, and it's DJ Chark for me. Um, 1.45x multiplier, not going to get almost any ownership, I'm sure, on this site. 15 points last week, 15 points the week before, 24 the week before. Gotten a touchdown in every single matchup. He's the number one guy. Minshew loves him has the ability to break off a giant reception anytime 37 in last week yard one last week 69 nice on week one and he had two big receptions week one average 37 yards of reception um I think in the first week no it was close to, yeah 30 yards of reception 37 whatever it was so he's a guy that can break off big plays and with decent multipliers you want guys that can break off big plays uh, I think we got one more time a little bit more time for one more quick lineup. let's do something slightly off the board here. let's see if, what I can find um, not liking most of these teams that people have largely largely avoid every single time. Guys gave up on Winston had a good game last week put up 28 points 1.35 x multiplier He's a guy that has some big, time uh, targets in his offense so I'm looking at if Godwin doesn't play here Mike Evans is going to get just a boatload of targets he got what was it 15 last week and this isn't a aberration here how many times have we seen Mike Evans get
0: 15 targets from Winston I how much of those were because of Godwin's injury uh he was he was tempered him early
1: I know that yeah he had two touchdowns early Mike Evans was throughout the course of the entire game just destroying, and we've seen Mike Evans do this many times before. Um, It's not an easy matchup, but that doesn't really matter for Mike Evans. We can throw Mike Evans in, and we can throw O.J. Howard at 1.5x. Again, people have given up on him. He actually didn't look bad last week. At 1.5, he still has the ability to go off for a 70-yard touchdown at any given time. Like He's a guy that could stretch the field is a high-variance play, which I get people were high on him. But he can end up with two touchdowns. He can end up with 100 yards receiving in any given game. You're getting a 1.5x multiplier with him, 1.1 with Evans. If Godwin doesn't play, we know where the volume is going. Um, Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? We're going to do something fun here. We're going to do uh, the single-game build. We have championship mode over here, and it's, again, even higher multipliers, similar to the other sites, has a champion or a captain spot here. They've actually got a $20,000 contest for this Thursday. You're doing?
0: You're looking at the Thursday one? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you want to build one of these before we get out of here? Yeah, someone wanted a Philly green base uh, game stack. There you
1: go. There we go. That explains it. Oh, man, it's still early on the week, so I'm starting to remember stuff. Let's start off with the captain spot here. We've got some interesting guys. So you obviously can go Wentz or Rogers, get the 1.5, but I'm looking for more upside. If those guys go off, then you can all but guarantee that one of the wide receivers or the tight end has an absolutely massive game. So there's almost zero chance that them in the captain spot is the optimal move in order to take down a tournament. So I'm crossing both of them off with only 1.5 and 1.65 multipliers. You good with that? Yep. Alright, so let's try and find the guy that's most likely to go off in comparison to his multiplier. In the captain spot, we got Ertz at one or three point seven. I like him quite a bit. Aguilar, um, it looks like Jeffrey and maybe Deshaun are going to play this week, right? Or Deshaun's out. Deshaun's, Deshaun's out, everyone like else should be player. good, yeah. So let's look at Jeffrey here. 3.4 X multiplier. That's not bad. That's not a bad spot. Aguilar is basically out for me. Uh, really don't want to use him. I'm fine with Aaron Jones at 3X, but I don't think I'd prefer it. Yes, he has the potential for a 2X game uh, or a two-touchdown game, I mean, but the likelihood is not great. Devontae Adams, 2.4X. I don't mind him, but I think I'd rather use him in one of my flex spots. So I say that we either go with Jeffrey or Ertz, and I'm leaning more towards Ertz unless you got another guy that you really want to use. I would go Ertz. All right. I like it. If we're throwing in Ertz, do we want to throw in Wentz here at 1x multiplier or do we want to, like, maybe throw it, like, ignore the quarterback and throw in uh, Sanders at 2.55? Hope that Ertz is the one that gets the majority of things and it's not a terribly high scoring game. I don't.
0: uh, Let me look here. Uh, I don't hate that. Um, But if I'm going to throw him in to that spot, I want to have the quarterback with him. So. I think you got to go once. I'm double-checking on making sure that there's no guy that I missed that
1: was obviously terribly high multiplier. Um, I didn't see
0: anybody when I looked.
1: I mean, there's Allison at 2.85 up near the top. He's not bad. Um, Valdez Scantling got a drop after his big game last week, or at least big opening reception, that a mediocre game afterwards at 2.2. I mean – do you want to let, let's throw in Sanders here. Assume that the majority of the volume went to earth and that maybe Sanders got a tud and let's throw in Rogers and pair him with two guys. Uh, if Rogers goes for a decent game, I'd assume Adams is going to go for a decent game. Yeah. 1.6 X multiplier. That's not too bad. He can obviously go for 120 yards and a touchdown. And then let's throw him with a high variance guy.
0: The MBS uh, maybe at 2.2 MVS or Allison at 2.85. Which one would you prefer? Probably I mean probably MVS.
1: Yeah, I think Allison's more of a guy that I would use for the captain spot. Yeah. Um kind of like what we saw with Gabriel on Monday night. Uh if you used him in the captain spot, you got 120 points because he was a <laughs> five or four point five X multiplier. Oh man. Which I almost ended I wanna I wanna let's look at before we go, let's just look at uh come on. Come on, show me my history the captain build or the single game build if my computer might have froze up well that's great (laughs) i guess we're out of time anyways well uh, at least you're at least you're you're zoomed in freeze yeah yeah that is that is good i think it's just the screen share um oh oh, it might be on freeze oh anyways we're out of time uh means any last minute (laughs) thoughts on the slate no man it's good doing a show with you though uh have fun with you yeah, I, I, I missed the time where we had shows multiple times a week, but you know what? It's always good to see you, guys. Good luck, again, get signed up for Super Draft using the promo code GRINDERS. Uh, get a nice little just 10 bucks for free, I believe is what it is. Get in on the showdown slate. Get in on their big $125,000, what's it called? Red Zone uh, contest, big GBP. They also have a $3 one if you don't want to pay 20 bucks. They got everything. They got double-ups. Get in on them, guys. Go play. And, oh, now it actually showed up, but I don't care. We're out of time. Now you can see that I lost a whole bunch or a decent amount of money on baseball last night. I, in fact, got zero back because I had 100% Homer Bailey instead of 100% Garrett Cole. My bad. Whoops. Anyways, it's been fun. Uh, we got Big T and Dean coming up after us in about in 40 minutes. And then for crunch time, we got Roth and – best in the business cheese is good and then a little bit of nfl with Jax and other guys from stuff i can't even remember uh <laughs> so it's crane in that show the wednesday night show we're out of here see you kids